0: Welcome back, it's now with Dave Brown on AMI-tv and in streaming audio at amiplus.ca. Artificial intelligence, AI, has been the buzzword in technology for over a year, sometimes to my chagrin. (laughs) One area that has become quite interesting, though, is the rise in AI relationships. Maybe trying to have a casual conversation with ChatGPT until it rejects you. Kevin Shaw has thoughts on the impact AI can have on the way that humans connect with each other kevin is the host of mind your own business on ami tv hey good morning kevin good morning dave kevin i was rebuffed by ChatGPT. i was trying to have a casual conversation and it said oh, i don't want to have this conversation and once again dave brown was left rejected uh, all by himself uh kevin why did you want to bring this topic to the table today
1: well i i read an interesting article in zero hedge uh called the rise of ai girlfriends and i'm like the what <laughs> um and so I, I read this article and it, and it talked about how um, all these different sites have popped up using uh, what are called large language models. That that um, is basically what ChatGPT uses, but they're tuned to give you the experience of talking to a friend or a companion or a you know uh, you know somebody that you might know on a more romantic level. And, um, I, I was just fascinated. I, I went and looked uh, at some of these services and they're, they're growing like crazy. Um, and it's, it's really interesting. I, I, you know, I tried one of them out and it asked you about your day and, and, um, you know, you can engage in, in a very casual conversation the, the, the way that you would with a friend. And I'd say that the, that the interaction is about 90 percent the way there in terms of convincing mm. you that you're actually talking to a human being.
0: Kevin, you and I are old enough that we probably spent some time in chat rooms or message boards in the early yeah. days of the internet and ended up forming digital friendships with people. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of curious if this might just be the extension of that, that we're already so comfortable engaging in a digital relationship with people that that if it's a robot, you know, what's the big difference?
1: Right. You know what it reminds me of? And you're a, you're a 90s kid. So you probably remember, um, remember Tamagotchis? I do. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of like that. It's, you know, not a real person, but it's demanding your time and demanding your attention and demanding your emotions, which is the, uh, you know, I think the real danger here is that these algorithms and these uh uh, large language models really know how to manipulate your emotions.
0: That's where I think the rubber hits the road here as well. Totally. Because there is an impact on the increased anonymization of our relationship with the internet and the breaking down of community and human relationships. And every step in that direction has to come with a red flag.
1: For sure. And and so, you know, let me just go through the steps here because I, I think this is an interesting progression. You've got the first level which is the sort of the chat gpt level where you can type and get a response back um i think this, this the second level now that they've got is that you can basically customize the avatar that that is going to look 100% real um and uh you know that avatar can move around and interact and do the things you say uh now they've got the technology to model a voice that sounds like a real voice, Mm. you know, Dave, you won't even have to do promos anymore. You could just uh, (laughs) have my AI model do my, my promos for me. Um, And, and so now you've got, now you've got these sort of three levels up the fourth level, I think is going to be where, where this goes into the VR space and you can put on an Oculus or some other kind of VR headset. The fifth level is where they will have this, Technology in AR space, and so now your digital friend can hang out in your living room with you and and comment on and watch TV with you. And, and then the final level is um, is robots. And yeah, uh, I saw a quick demo of, of one of these robots at at CES. And um, you know, this is not this is not Alex on a Mac or Siri or Alexa type voice. This is this is a real voice coming out of a real robot, and um, you know I, I think we're 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 well on our way to having you know completely artificial relationships.
0: Kevin, I think you missed a step there. It's when the uh, AR or VR headset gets combined with some sort of haptic suit that you can wear to create actual yep. like, physical sensation on your body.
1: Yeah. And
0: uh, it's my understanding, <laughs> not that I want to reveal too much, that some of that already kind of exists. The tech companies already yep. thinking about that because uh, one of the weird things in technology is that where sort of the sex industry goes always tends to be kind of a step ahead of the rest of the industry.
1: Uh, it's, it's why VHS beat out uh, Betamax. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
0: I didn't talk enough to remember that. Oh my gosh! Okay, yeah, maybe we should leave that one aside. Maybe maybe we're revealing, <laughs> we're revealing too much information here. But Kevin, like, th- there there has to be a flip side to this, right? Because there is an appeal to the idea of individuals maybe developing these relationships. And I I mean, there has to be. I'm I'm struggling to find one, but I do think about people who might have either social anxieties or other social cues. Like there has to be some kind of flip side to this because I don't want to sit here today and say like the rise of AI and the rise of robots and the rise of a digital relationship is inherently a terrible thing.
1: I think it could be a really great tool for, for folks like you said, who, who maybe have anxiety or who might be, um, you know, experiencing autism or depression, but the, uh, you know, the, 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 coaching needs to be a part of it. Right. So, you know, you, you walk into a digital bar and you go and you pick up a digital girl and maybe you've got a little thing that taps you and says, Hey, that's not how you talk to a lady." <laughs> um, uh, you know, and, 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 and maybe gamifies the whole thing so that you kind of develop those social skills and, and can actually interact in a, you know, in a, in a proper way in society, um, you know, and, and hopefully, you know, give you some cultural refinement along the way. But I, I think that there is some potential here for, for helping people who might struggle with, with mental health. Um, and, and so, you know the the technologies out there. I think there was a um, a website called Replica AI that that is doing something like this. That's doing uh, cognitive behavioral therapy and sort of combining that with um, with these sort of AI chatbots, which is which is a really interesting approach.
0: Kevin, I think that is one of the things in these conversations around artificial intelligence more broadly, that people are trying to figure out the guardrails here, right? That even if there's an inherent badness and an inherent goodness to this, it's about establishing the guardrails and the lines and understanding what are the possible impacts happening to people if they maybe wander down this pathway too far.
1: Well, you're you're absolutely right. There there, there there has to be an ethical conversation that happens here. I'm I'm sure that somebody out there who is, you know, going into disability studies is gonna write a thesis on the fact that you can go and customize these avatars, and I'm sure that none of you know none of them are gonna have disabilities. So that's an interesting um, academic exercise there, but but you know, back to the point about ethics. You know these technologies, I think, need to be developed responsibly. And fortunately, I think the horses left the barn. and um, you know we're 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 way down the Primrose path here in terms of um, uh, how this technology is going to be used. And uh, you know, I, I definitely think that there are going to be some legal and some moral implications here for for us to take a look at as a society.
0: Yeah, it simultaneously happened slow and really fast, because because I've been talking about AI in earnest since about 2017, but it really yeah. felt like in 2023, oh boy, here it comes. Yeah,
1: yeah. And, and uh, you know, the, the, the kind of stuff that we were dealing with, I mean, they've had these sort of, you know, AI girlfriends, AI boyfriends since, uh, you know, the mid-2010s. And that was sort of the kindergarten of where the technology is going. Now, I, I think we're sort of in the we're sort of in the fifth or sixth grade um, and, uh, you know, just about to hit Puberty. adolescence. And, um, <laughs> you know, I, I think the technology is just going to, you, you know, the pace of increase of this technology is just going to uh, just going to go nuts in the next couple of years. Um, and, you know, two years from now, who knows? You, you might be talking to Digital Kevin. Kevin, I hope not. Uh, I, I hope that I, no one's creating I, me, so one yeah. of me is bad enough. That came
0: up yesterday, talking about AI with uh, Jenny Bovard and Megan Gilmore. We're talking about Jenny Robard uh, becoming the new robot Jenny on the Low Vision Moments podcast. Uh, speaking of AMI shoulder programming, Kevin, Mind Your Own Business is back for season three. How are you feeling about yes. the new season?
1: Uh, I love it' we, we're, we've done uh, three episodes so far that, that have gone out and really proud of the work that we've done uh, we've got some we've got new mentors this year and uh, uh, I'm hosting the show solo so that's uh that's new uh, and we've got a great crop of entrepreneurs um, and uh, I think I think people are really gonna like it so if you haven't seen it yet amiplus.ca to catch up
0: Oh look at this doing the plug right for me there Kevin thanks for this man have a great day. Thanks, Dave. That's Kevin Shaw. He's the host of Mind Your Own Business. Like Kevin said, Mind Your Own Business tonight, 9 p.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. And if you've missed any, AMIplus.ca, AMIplus.ca. Coming up in 60 seconds, Alex Smythe has the weather story of the day. But first, here is Canadian press reporter Rob Westgate with your Morning
2: Business Minutes. It was another big down day for Bay Street, while Wall Street also saw a decline. Toronto's S&P TSX losing 253 points to close at 20,695. In New York, the Dow Jones Industrial Average slipped 94 points down to 37,267, while the Nasdaq fell 89 points to close at 14,856. Asian markets were mixed this Thursday morning with Japan's Nikkei mostly flat, dropping just 12 points to 35,466. The Hang Seng in Hong Kong, it closed up 115 points at 15,392. An expert in the Canadian competition field says Loblaw's move to reduce discounts on foods nearing their best before date is normal practice in the industry and not a sign of collusion. And electricity grids in Canada, according to experts, are increasingly coming under pressure during extreme weather conditions. As for the loonie, it's trading this morning at 74.07 cents U.S. From the Canadian Press Business Desk, I'm Rob Westgate.
0: I love that line from Rob there. By the way, totally fair attributional reporting. Hey, industry experts say Loblaw is deciding to end their practice to 50% off and moving to 30% off. That's not collusion. It's industry practice. But if you sort of follow the logical wheel... Is the industry practice collusion? And my lawyer is on line two, so let's bring in Alex Smythe for the weather story of the day. Alex, my lawyer is not going to like that one. Uh, You've been focusing on the West Coast and the prairies pretty much all week, but today your eyes are on the Atlantic provinces.
3: Yeah Dave absolutely you know it's time we we uh, pay some attention to what's happening on the other side of the country because out in Newfoundland they too are experiencing a blast of winter weather so a band of sea effect uh, snow is making its way through the island today and early tomorrow so this is going to be coupled with strong winds which is going to result in really kind of blizzard-like conditions on parts of the island so upwards of 50 centimeters of snow is expected to hit the hardest hit areas which is going to be the western side of, of the island so places like Porto Bas cornerbrook and the Northern Peninsula those are the areas I could see those 50 centimeter uh, snows when the storm passes through by tomorrow now there is also going to be another band of snow that is expected to hit the southern portion of the island it will be less severe but could still bring upwards of 30 centimeters of snow when all said and done and as i mentioned there are strong winds there's going to be wind gusts upwards of 100 kilometers per hour so you couple that with the snow it's going to mean it's going to be very cold so it could be between minus 10 minus 20 once you factor in the wind chill plus the snow uh, plus just the windy conditions overall it's going to be uh, rough uh, kind of commute home so it, people are advised make alternative arrangements make alternative plans be flexible so don't, because there don't could go be, to
0: work is that the main advice don't go, don't go to work
3: yeah exactly if you can work from home work from home do things like that because it could be potentially whiteout conditions in parts of the the province and the island because when you're factoring the snow and the wind and everything it's going to be a really tough uh, day for commuting today and into tomorrow
0: back in the day when i was a traffic reporter on cbc radio i used to tell listeners hey call in And I'll write you a note not to come into work today. And a few people would take me up on it, and then their bosses would email me and be like, stop saying that on the air, Dave. You're ruining our business. And I'm like, I'm a traffic reporter. I have no authority. They should know that. They should know that. Another note here, Alex, in January of 2020, there was a massive blizzard in Newfoundland and Labrador, and Kim Thistle stopped by to talk about her experience, and she told me about a practice they have, and there's a name for it in Newfoundland and Labrador, storm chips, You got to make sure to go to the grocery store and stock up on storm chips, not snacks, not storm snacks, not food and non-perishables, storm chips. God have enough storm chips. And that was the day I fell in love a little bit with Newfoundland and Labrador and Kim Thistle. Alex, thank you for this. Talk to you a little bit later in the show. Sounds good, Dave. Alex is going to go stock up on storm ships, a little run to the dip I urged in case it uh, snows in Burlington. Coming up next, there are a whole bunch of disability-focused television shows to talk about. That's the topic of the Daily Poll today. But comedian Nick Thielen will offer a little bit of perspective on these shows as well. This is Now with Dave Brown on AMI-tv.